Sustainability Unwrapped, a conversational podcast about responsibility, ethics, inequalities, climate change, and other challenges of our times, where science needs practice to think about our world and how to make our society more sustainable one podcast at a time. Recently, the North American edition of the Sustainable Cosmetics Summit took place. This summit began in 2009 and since then has been hosted in the major geographic regions of the world. Organized by Ecovia Intelligence, formerly Organic Motor, the aim of the summit is to encourage sustainability in the beauty industry by bringing together key stakeholders and debating major industry issues. The prior European edition discussing the sustainability implications of the COVID-19 pandemic on the beauty industry was held online last November 2020. According to the Finnish cosmetic and hygiene industry, our continent is the leading market for the cosmetics and personal care industry with a share of about 80 billion euros. It employs directly about 150,000 employees, but indirectly with the inclusion of suppliers and other sources, the total is about 1.5 million employees. It is a research-based industry relying on the investigation of about 26,000 scientists. In general, Europe offers great opportunities for natural cosmetics market players due to the EU's ban on 1,300 chemicals in cosmetics alone. Enforcement of strict laws that require manufacturers to prove product safety has resulted in increased production of natural cosmetics within the region. 45 years ago, well-known organic brands, The Body Shop and L'Occitane, were founded. They were considered groundbreakers then, aiming to stand beside cosmetic giants such as Elizabeth Arden, Shiseido, Kiehl's, to name a few. Brands that have been around since the 1800s and still continue to exist today. And yet from then on, numerous newcomers have taken the limelight, literally sprouting everywhere under the banner of natural cosmetics, products dubbed as kind to Mother Earth. For today's Hampton podcast, Cosmetic World, Sustainability and Beauty, Beauty and Sustainability, we have two women representing the natural cosmetics industry in Finland to share their knowledge of the business sector and their vision of a sustainable world. Today, we welcome Emily Raitinen, the marketing manager of Naviter, and Adam Akbeki, Taylor, founder and CEO of Incuto International. Hello. Everyone, thank you for the invitation. I'm super excited to be here. I am Emily Raitinen, marketing manager for Naviter Cosmetics, a fast-growing Finnish cosmetics developer and manufacturer established in 2012 by Anneli Navirta, 
We specialize in natural cosmetics suitable for sensitive skin. Our brand portfolio is very comprehensive and includes skincare brands sold by beauty professionals in salons, as well as in pharmacies, department stores and other online retailers. Navitar brands include Ecopharma, Atopic, Murumuru, Pairali and Pure is Beauty, just to name a few. And then in, in addition to our own brands, we also engage in private label activities. I would say that one of our main strengths is in our own in-house product development team. This gives us total control of the ingredients we produce and purchase, as well as the freedom to be innovative with our product formulation. So everything from product development to production, storage and shipment takes place in our own production facility in Helsinki. Today we employ over 29 people with a turnover of 5.7 million euros in 2020. Hello everybody, my name is Adam Agwekatila. I am the founder and the owner of Inkuto Organics and also Inkwa Traditional African Therapeutic Massage. I'm originally from Ghana and I moved to Finland in 2005. And around 2007, I had the chance to um, register my business or my business was born. I am a trained automobile engineer. I had the opportunity to work with multi national companies that empowered me and gave me life skills to run my own business in a foreign land like Finland. And as we all know, um, my company was born when my daughter was born with skin issues. So the product that we produce are for real people who have real skin problems, like sensitive skin, acne, that our African black soap solves. Um, we introduced shea butter to the system that you can use raw shea butter to heal eczema, atopic, and all skin problems. We also engage in hair care products for people of color as well as people who have issue with their scalp. In Kuto, when it started back in 2007, I remember when I started because my background was, um, I also grew up with a father whose father or grandfather who was a herbalist. So I had a lot of knowledge in herb, herbs as well. <laughs> and when I came to Finland, I took the chance from the little knowledge that I have with also the training or the train um, certificates as I had as automobile engineer. I go to the Finnish forest and I pick herbs and create products with the natural organic um, raw materials that I import from my home country, Ghana and Africa as a whole. So the first product that we, <laughs> I remember I introduced was something to do with the blueberry eye cream. That was back in 2009. And um, it was something that wasn't made in Finland. And I also remember when I went into the, the uh, I had the opportunity to be enlisted in uh, organic 
um, shops. I was packaging my <laughs> my shea butter in something that is called calabash. And the, the Finnish system, people didn't know what calabash was. This calabash just looked like a watermelon, which was so beautiful. But because it was um, organic stuff, the lid wasn't closing like tightly. So it raised concerns. People thought that, oh, the product might get contaminated and stuff like that. So we, we have to listen to the voice of the people. Mm. And we stop. Anyway, to cut long story short, as I said, we produce for real people with real skin pro uh, problems so that those people can embrace their skin and also, you know, have the confidence in, in, in their daily lives. Because most of these people who have skin problems sometimes have this issue of self-confidence, you know, so yeah. We also empower women through our skincare from my home country. So these women are the people that we know and they make their uh, raw materials for us. And we believe that products that have, that are spiritually, economically, culturally, and environmentally sustainable are the kind of products that we incorporate in our formulation and as emily said or oh, to to say that to repeat that we also do our research and development and we produce handcraft every product that we put out there and we make sure that quality is not compromised well thank you so much you know, it's it's really as it says on your website, Finnish skincare with an African touch. Mm -hmm. Very exotic, very appealing. And and by the way, what does Inkuto mean in your language? Inkuto is one of the main names or uh, local names for shea butter. Okay, shea butter. Mm -hmm. yeah. All and right. because because I my my main one of my main ingredients are shea butter, that should so I decide to call it shea butter. Okay. Yes. Very good. So at least we know one Ghana word. Yes. yes. <laughs> All right. Great. Yes. Well, I'm sure Emily is going to be talking about their raw materials in a short while. But just going back to the idea of shopping. Okay. Um, out of sheer curiosity. I checked the number of natural cosmetic and personal care items on sale in some of the beauty shops downtown. And could you give me a guess of how many products are on sale? Hmm. It's quite a lot, must be well over thousands. Really? Yes. Several okay. thousands. Several thousands. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Wow. You know the business, Emily. <laughs> Adam? Um, if I alone have um, about over 30, then people like uh, Emily and Lumene and all these um, other um, flow, um, Francilla, I, I think for the ones we know and internationally, I think it will be well over 2,000 if I'm not 
Yes. Well, my investigation proved that one well-known shop, very well-known shop downtown, had 45 items, and another 3,015 natural beauty products in just one store. 3,015. Uh, I'm not surprised. Oh, well, but that can make decision-making rather difficult, especially if one is on a tight budget. Mm-hmm. You know, that's but a lot. Emily, yes? Think about it, uh, just how many products you use in the morning. It can be several cosmetic products from your toothpaste to yes. your deodorant, yes. the shampoo and conditioner you use, or if you use makeup products. So it's really important to be aware of what products you use and the impact that it has on your environment and your skin. All right, you are, I have no doubt about that. However, it used to be that, you know, buying all these toiletries, makeup and perfume, they were simply matter of personal taste. And we bought them because we needed them or because we liked them. So, well, thankfully, that's, there's been a change now because nowadays um, we are more conscious as consumers or at least in the process of becoming more conscious and consistent. We buy because we know what is better for us, for the greater humanity, and for our planet. So hopefully listening to both of you today, you can shed more light on how to choose wisely among a variety of products. Uh, could each one of you now tell us a little bit about your cosmetic production, like the choice of raw materials, like um, Edamed, mentioned a while ago, certification and packaging, for example? Um, our products derive their strength from Finnish, locally sourced, and then also forest-grown berries and plants. Forest-grown ingredients are particularly sustainable as they don't require additional watering compared to, let's say, farmed ingredients. In addition to being particularly high in important vitamins and antioxidants, they are sustainably harvested and the transportation to our production facilities in Helsinki is reasonably short. So by utilizing Finnish raw materials in our products, we also support other local businesses, which is important. We also use some raw materials from abroad, as do most. In order to be as sustainable as possible, we only use the highest quality ingredients with a, I would call it, less is more way of thinking. Mm-hmm. A perfect example of this would be our skincare, skincare brand called Pure is Beauty with its natural oils. Argan oil is one of our best sellers containing only two main ingredients. So we have cold pressed premium argan oil and then vitamin E to preserve the product. That's it. Wow. Amazing. Mm-hmm. When when it comes to incuto raw materials and sustainability, sustainability, actually for us it has been the core or the genesis of our brand. Um, I don't know if I mentioned it earlier on. I grew up from this kind of sustainability environment. Natural is not new for me. Organic is not new for me. 
Um, sustainability is not something that is new. And also, we when we started this business, we wanted to give back to the people that make our raw materials, which are mostly women and widows and orphans. Mm -hmm. And as I mentioned, there are people that we know. Our raw materials are made that we can also have this traceability of the some of the raw material. Mm -hmm. um, we try so much to uh, um, source products that are biodegradable. Mm -hmm. So the product that we formulate, the product that we put to our customers are things that something in that product is some is made by somebody that we know. We try to, me personally, maybe that is also influencing the way I formulate, is I am very lazy. So I always want to use minimal skincare. Yes. Uh -huh. You know, I, I can't um, see myself putting layers upon layers upon layers of skincare on. Yes, I, I, I clean, I tone, I moisturize, and that's it you know, use actives when they are necessary. And I also want to, uh, um, what is it called? I would love to grow gracefully. So yeah. I, I, I try to use as minimum skincare as possible. And when um, it's, um, it's not about the, the final products, our consumers have the power now and they can read the ingredients and then they can question us with the producers hey what this ingredient how is it sourced you know is it is it something that it's made by children are children involved like some of the cocoa from my country we knew that some of the cocoa butters and the chocolates, you know, mm -hmm. are being, um, the children are being, what is the right word to use? Um, uh, child labor, mm -hmm. you know, and even the mica that we use. I, I have fallen a victim. I don't, I don't want to use the word victim. I could say that I must say at a point I'm guilty because sustainable sourcing your raw material when we, I knew that, hey, mica is the same that you use for makeup, so it should be okay. Until I knew that mica was being mined by children in Pakistan and India, I got chills and I was like, oh, do I really want to use this? And is there any other alternatives? Mm -hmm. So, yes. It's, it's sustainability is a long way. It's, it's not like um, a one size fits all thing, but we are working so hard in Inkoto. That is why everything that we make that are handcrafted, we, we try, we try to use biodegradable. That is good for the environment, that is good for the producers, and then also good for the end user. So it becomes a win-win situation for all the cycle that we try to work with. Okay, lovely, lovely. What, what about certification? Mm. Um, Emily, do you, do you have a say on that? 
Well, there are a lot of important aspects contributing to the sustainability of the entire production process. For consumers, I would say the easiest way to recognize a sustainably produced product is by purchasing certified natural cosmetics. It's also the easiest way to avoid purchasing a greenwashed product. Natural cosmetics takes into consideration the entire life cycle of the product from uh, the sustainability of the ingredients, as Adam said, to the final products and its packaging. Natural cosmetics typically allow only 5% of synthetic ingredients, whilst the other 95% should be of natural origin. Most of our brands are Finatura certified cosmetics, and if any of you listeners are interested in reading more about it, you can go to finatura.com. Finatura is a certificate for Finnish natural cosmetics, and in short, the certificate prohibits synthetic ingredients that aren't sustainable. The list is quite long. There are petrochemical products, chemical sunscreens, synthetic fragrances and dyes, silicon compounds, etc. But then also the packaging should be recyclable and as environmentally friendly as possible. Yes, that's quite a list. Yes, Adam, uh, you were mentioning about um, Inkuto's packaging. When it comes to Inkuto certif uh, certification, some of our products that we purchase are um, soil association certified or EcoCert. Mm -hmm. But uh, we ourselves, as a brand, it is our calling that um, we don't have our own. One thing, the reason why Inkuto doesn't have its own is that we realized that back in 2006, seven, when we had the interest of set, starting this. We were interested in eco-sets, neutral, we applied to all of them. And then at a point in time, we realized that, for instance, not to point uh, or call names, one of the certification said that, oh, they didn't um, accept products in plastic. But then later on, we realized that all the products that were being certified were in plastics. Yeah. Oh. And then here is a case, the farmer, the producer, the farmer needs to certify that they are organic. And then the producer or the person selling have to certify it. And then, you know, and then you, the, the manufacturer also have to certify. So at the end of the chain, by the time your product gets to the consumer, there's a lot of money and things that have gone. And personally, it's not that I am against those certification, but uh, the the payment is too long. Mm -hmm. And we wanted to be, you know, cut all these in um, the people in between and then be honest and fair to our consumers. Secondly, you know, there are other um, packaging that are coming up, like plant-sourced, yes. you know, packaging, yeah. plastic. And yeah. from my personal research, it doesn't biodegrade, mm -hmm. you know, so it's also causes the same problem that normal plastic is causing. The only thing is that is from the um, plant source. 
Yes. So if with Inkuto, we use glass, we use um, um, biodegradable plastic where it's necessary to use. We use also aluminum cans. There was this time that I wanted to put my, I have developed some shampoos. I have shampoo bars that are not in bottles, mm -hmm. but I also have this HD, this plastic that are recyclable. Thank God for Finland. Thank God for Europe. Thank God for, you know, uh, recycling. But still there are some that goes astray. Where I come from, I have been particular, particularly um, um, interested in this plastic thing because when it's rain, it pours. Yes. And there is always flood, destroying farmlands. And then when there is drought, uh, when it's time to, uh, when it's sunny, then the, dry, the land really dries out that the farmers cannot grow. So, which is really affecting the sustainability of, of the people. Mm -hmm. That is why we choose to use the glass and not too much of the certification and things that are re um, cyclable that the system can be eco-friendly, that we can make the earth a better place for all of us. Yes, I'm, I'm very glad you actually brought this up, this thing about certification, this thing about packaging, because um, packaging is actually very controversial. Um, mm -hmm. What about on Navitor's side, since um, Adam had already described everything related as well to their packaging? Yeah, for us, we also consider when it comes to packaging, is everything necessary? So we try to minimize the exactly. use of yeah. outer packaging, but then also it comes down to portfolio managing. So mm -hmm. avoiding unnecessary limited edition products and managing the size of our product portfolio and ensuring that what we do have answers to a certain need. Um, and then, then also using sustainable packaging alternatives such as the Sulapak packaging. Sulapak is a Finnish company and packaging innovation aiming to reduce the use of plastic materials. Mm -hmm. The packaging itself is made from wood components and is completely biodegradable and plastic free. And we were the first cosmetic producer to use Sulapak as its packaging for natural cosmetics, um, I believe two or three years ago now. Mm -hmm. Very good. Very, very interesting. We'll have to see then in the future how all these considered biodegradable um, packaging actually um, will will reveal the, the truth about how good they are. Now, moving back to the industry, the male cosmetic market size and its growth has been constant in the past years. Um, you, you could really see, I mean, your uh, Inkuta's products can be both uh, for men and women, and then um, Naviter also has a product line for men. However, the beauty industry continues to be dominated by women. Now, from your point of view, do you believe that sustainable choices empower women? I, I think um, it empowers everybody, I'll say. Um, what Inkuto creates Yes, most of the products we manufacture or we develop are for both male and female. Mm -hmm. 
you know, there are women who wants to grow, you know, hair, and there are men who wants to put on makeup. Mm-hmm. So we don't really consider this as male dominated or me. For instance, the aftershave that we have, women can use it after shaving their legs or shaving everything. Mm-hmm. But to come back to the, <laughs> did I say something? No. Cut it off. <laughs> anyway, um, to come back to how this empowers women, mm-hmm. yes, women have been at the forefront of all our skincare. Like I said initially, my mother and grandmother are the people who mixes this thing and introduce it to us. Women have been the uh, the empowering natural skincare, not the vice versa. Because I should I should say that when women make it, the whole family goes for it. Oh, so wow. natural skincare has been made by women if it was ideas has been stolen by men at a point in time because many years ago women were not allowed to put their faces out there mm-hmm. and if you also look at how the trend is going now natural skin care or cosmetics are being you know in the household is the women who say that hey we are going vegan or we are going, uh, we are using organic skincare, or we are using this product and not that product. So women has been the powerhouse and empowerment, um, empowering the the sustainability or not the other way around. Okay, good. That is that is my 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 idea, and also because. We believe in the power of women. That is why the women that we work with, we try to empower them economically Mm -hmm. so that they can re-empower their children who are orphans to have education because education is the key. If the household have that basic education, it goes a long way. And like me, most of the things that I do, was from my mother and my grandmother because I was with them all the time and they have been fooling. They have been giving me these ideas that sustainability is the, the best thing to go, natural is the best thing to have and everything organic is the best. I have to say that I agree with Adam. Sustainable choices can definitely empower everyone because they directly affect the well-being of our nature, animals and people. Further sustainable choices are empowering as they often bring much needed transparency of the production process and the ingredients. Then purchasing environmentally friendly cosmetics may also encourage sustainable consumption beyond cosmetics, for example, when it comes to food or clothes, etc. When purchasing raw materials from abroad, it's crucial to know the producer and to ensure that the production chain works in a socially responsible way. Of course, this is equally important in Finland. Um, mm-hmm. I would again want to highlight just the uh, argan oil from our brand Purist Beauty as a great example of this. So the argan kernels that are used in our argan oil are provided by the Berber Women Cooperatives from the Tamanar region in Morocco. 
the women handpick, sort, dry, and crack the argan nuts, and then remove the precious argan kernels. Wow. Their work is of particular importance when the highest quality argan oil is produced. So these cooperatives have an extremely important role in improving the social status of the local women and providing work in areas where traditionally perhaps it has been difficult for women to find work. And these cooperatives um, that provide us the argan kernels employs currently about 150 women and they are constantly employing more. Um, I also want to say that at the same time, sustainable choices offer new uh, business opportunities. As we see in Finland, many new natural beauty brands such as Navitet and Inputa Sulapak are founded by women. So perhaps this movement is firstly encouraging women to act in terms of making informed purchases. That's one. But then also driving towards starting new businesses and showing that the way forward is through sustainable innovations and new business practices. Mm -hmm. Very good. Yeah. Adam, did you want to add something else to that? Um, yes, knowing the people, like yep. Emily said, knowing the people, it's it's a core thing for us when we 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 produce or when we are buying. And like she said rightly as well, you know, it's it is an ecosystem. Mm -hmm. So consumers have the power to read labels to know what's where they want to direct their sustainability because honestly it's a broad topic yes you know <laughs> it's a very very broad topic and mm -hmm. no i don't think any company can be 100 mm percent -hmm. you know sustainable but as we are all trying and doing our best make sure that the raw material where you are sourcing your raw material or what you are putting on it's not affecting somebody's pockets or health for your comfort. Mm -hmm. That is why traceability is very important. The people we work with in Ghana, in um, in Uganda, and also in, um, in 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 Morocco, these are people that are hands-on, and we make sure that we trade fairly with those people because energy. Human beings are energy. When somebody, and I come from a spiritual world, Africans are very spiritual. So when somebody is producing, if the farmer who is making farming and you go to buy their produce and you just cheat them, when they go to farm, they speak to the plants. Mm. They speak to the plant. Mm -hmm. So when they are sharing tears, it goes to the plant. So at the end of the chain, the person who uses it doesn't feel good. It will feel good like on the skin, but energy-wise, you don't feel, you know, good. Example, example, let's deviate from the cosmetics and go to the gadgets that we are using. And we all fall victims because we say that it's from blood money. Back to cosmetics, if the children who are making, or if children are being used, you know, to produce the raw materials that we are buying, 
and these kids are hungry and poor at the end of the day, it doesn't make a line, cosmetic line, sustainable at all. Mm-hmm. So we should we should make sure that whatever we use or what we are using for I'm talking in general, not hitting all the time in Kuto in Kuto because we have we have the power to change things Definitely. as producers. OK, yes. Wonderful. That was so enlightening. Um, I mean, it just shows us that sustainability is is for everyone. It's a call directed to everyone. Um, now, we're reaching the end of uh, almost the end of our, our podcast. But since this is a podcast um, hosted by Hunkin, a business school, our listeners, our students, staff and other stakeholders would certainly want to hear about your company's narrative towards sustainability. You've you've mentioned highlights of it, but but maybe talk a little bit more about what have been your challenges and successes in getting partners, for example. Adam, you've talked a lot about hands-on, about traceability. That's really good. What about marketing your ideas or, or really just trying to maintain your companies because there's a lot of competition out there. Hmm? How does the future look like as well? Yeah, in the beginning of our journey, we worked with a much smaller portfolio of ingredients and also the packaging materials that met our standards. And this made the product development process more challenging. Also, the market for natural cosmetics was significantly smaller back then with a limited availability. Our product formulations are incredibly well-developed with science-backed ingredients, and they've been developing very quickly um, to create the best user experience possible. The effectiveness of the products has without a doubt been a key to winning over skeptic consumers, doubting if natural cosmetics is as good or as effective as traditional alternatives. Today, natural cosmetics has evolved to become a global movement way beyond the temporary trend embraced Mm -hmm. by a wide group of customers. Getting partners and marketing our brands has been relatively easy for us. Well, it's never easy, but um, as Finnish customers are happy to support local brands with sustainable values. And particularly when you are transparent, Um, for example, Autopic, our pharmacy brand, we've um, opened the entire ingredients list that we use. So in an alphabetical order, every single ingredient that we use because the customers are interested and they deserve to know what the ingredients are in the products. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, customers also associate finished-made products with high quality, purity and great design. In general, finished-made cosmetics is of great quality and customers often find finished brands to be as good or even better than some international brands historically known for their high quality uh, cosmetics. But with that said, the competition is tough Mm -hmm. and it isn't just enough to rely on great ingredients. We always believed in aesthetically pleasing packaging and great branding to give us that competitive edge. It's also important to be transparent and let your customers know what you do day to day to be sustainable. Right, you are. Yes, Adam. Marketing uh, and partnership 
hasn't been easy, but it has been easy in a way. Um, we first got into a major retail store that's back in 2018. And of course, that time we were, you know, fresh. Uh, the, the, the concept of natural skincare wasn't big in Finland. So it, it was easy. We've made it into a big chain store as well. So we are very, very um, pleased with that. Uh, we try as much as possible to minimize the kind of products, uh, raw materials that we use so that it's easier for the end user to, to use it without any um, sensitiveness of the skin. And our products are also developed and used in a way that a day old baby can use our product. Yeah. So this is how, how um, um, much with yeah. and safe with uh, safetyness of our, our product or how much we've put into developing things that are good for people who have very very sensitive skin mm -hmm. so yes marketing we have been in fairs trade fairs and other places just to market and in Finland it's quite good that the system also if you do it right if you know what you are doing if you if you register in the right places, then the rest is your pocket and, you know, and how much you put out there for people to trust and believe. Yes, it's true. Finland is a small market, but then we try to also expand. But the mm -hmm. people here trust the local brand and they have been very supportive from from day one when Inkuto started. So thank you to our listeners. Thank you for for the love and the support that you are putting in our lives. That everything that we do goes a long way to help people who are in need yes. in, in other parts of the world. Yes, very good. Actually, well, just uh, summing up, I mean, to mention the idea of how does the future look like Emily, you, you mentioned earlier something about, you know, like education in relation to your company. Yeah, we are actively working with cosmetology students uh, in most Finnish cosmetology schools because we believe that the key towards change is education. We provide them with the eco pharma products that and tools that they need to complete their education and in addition to this we also actively engage in the education of the students this plays an important part in instilling sustainable values and also educating on the importance of natural cosmetics and sustainable business practices after graduation students that are starting salons and cleanings of their own often partner up with us later on it's important for Navitech to continue training students as well as professionals working within the industry as change towards a more sustainable future is a team effort, without a doubt. Mm -hmm. Well, my dear ladies, we could go on for hours because this is such, you're giving us such enlightening information. Um, there's a lot to think about because cosmetic and personal care will be needed as long as life exists. And the two of you have brought through this podcast 
much food for thought on natural ingredients, on local production and sustainable packaging. So much about the traceability that Adam had mentioned, so much about education, you know, it's thinking about the human being as a source and not just as an, an end user. Mm -hmm. The uh, justice there in the work that is appreciated, whether they are orphans who are trying to get those um, Shia butter, the inkuto, or for example, there may be students who are, you know, learning how to use the, um, the all these natural ingredients. This is definitely a call for action for beauty companies, whether they are the big market players or the thriving companies to be more sustainable and and really overall transparent about what they put into their products and how they produce them. But then again, we are, as you both mentioned, we are all in this together. It's not just them, it's also <clears throat> us. We need to rethink our daily routine and its impact on others and on our world. I have to thank the two of you very much for, as I said, the word enlightening our listeners. I would like to end um, with a quote from Sir David Attenborough, a famous naturalist and broadcaster. He said, it seems to me that the natural world is the greatest source of excitement, the greatest source of visual beauty, the greatest source of intellectual interest. It is the greatest source of so much in life that makes life worth living. Listening to our two guests this afternoon, it just gives us a feeling, I don't know how it is with you, but gives me a feeling that there's life is worth living. There's future with sustainability and, and with beauty all throughout. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a pleasure.